every day it's hard to see So I go on even though it's a long shot From hell it was before But what I dreamed all along Will never come So maybe there's something new It cannot be the end of all that we know A hole in the sky, an early goodbye No, we can Sega. Welcome back to Sword of Sega. 
where tonight we will be celebrating the Fantasy Star series. Of course, Fantasy Star has already received its own special show a while back through Resident SD Sega Ages. Hello if you're listening in, by the way. But a few things have changed since then, most notably the reveal of Fantasy Star Online 2. And Sam also loves Fantasy Star, so it's going to be a great night. Anyway, we started off with the Fantasy Star 3 main theme from Sega Rocks Live in Japan, and the Ignite Infinity theme from Fantasy Star Portable 2 Infinity. So, grab your saber, save up your Meseta, and keep an eye out for those lovely little rag rappies, as we're going to work through each of the Fantasy Star games in order, or in some kind of order. We've got a pretty packed show, so there's not going to be any RPG adventure tonight, and hopefully we will get finished on time. Fingers crossed, I have to sleep, which is why it's a different time, but we'll talk about that later. I've also tried to include some non-obvious Fantasy Star tracks, as well as some of the classics. I'm not really taking requests, but if you do have a particular song that you desperately want to hear, or a particular track, then shoot me over and hopefully we can swap it around somewhere. I am your host, Captain Cloud Chaser, and we're going to start off with some tracks from the very first Fantasy Star.
Hello and welcome back. There we play some tracks from the Fantasy Star game on the Master System, the original, the very very first. We started off with the title screen, then Palmer and then Cave. Some nice 8-bit goodness there. And good evening to you all listening into the show tonight. We've had a short, well say short it feels much longer, short two-week hiatus but Soda Sega is back and better than ever with an action-packed show playing music from the Fantasy Star games and nothing else. A special hello to those in the IRC, including Trigon, underscore Spondy, Owen It Was You, Biafra, myself, Captain Cloud Chaser, CTR, Jobo Bay, Merton Noor, Resident SD, Shadow's Little Croft, who I think is away, Silver Sonic, The Monotron, and Trekkie. And also, hello to those who will be listening in on the podcast later on. Now, unlike The Shining Show, where I've played most of the older games but none of the actual newer games, with the Fantasy Star series, it's the other way round. I've not really played much of the older games, but I have played the newer games to death, specifically the online versions, universe, portable, that kind of thing. I'm sure I'm going to ramble on about them later, but do feel free to share your own memories of the Fantasy Star games, particularly the older ones, in the IRC. Now, I've been lazy today and I'm going to use Wikipedia, so I didn't really get time to do my own proper research or anything. You know, I'm just going to follow Resident SD's style here. The original Fantasy Star was released on the Master System, see, I know that, in 1988, which is an awful long time ago, 1987 in Japan. And it was most notable as kind of breaking the mould of RPGs at the time from the traditional Dragon Quest Dungeons & Dragons game. And even though I haven't really played the older ones much, I do love the Fantasy Star series because they are a proper sci-fi series. I mean, I have played the Star Ocean games, but mm, they just don't feel right to me. Now, the original Fantasy Star you can play on the Virtual Console and it's been released in various different collections. So, do play it, unlike me, who actually hasn't, so I suck. But anyway, I've played some of the other ones, so it's fine. We're going to move on with Fantasy Star 2 next, and we are going to push on a little because Sam does tell me that I have about 9,000 hours worth of music here. Hopefully, that's not an exaggeration, so I, I say, do want to sleep. So, hello to you all, it's nice being back. We've only got a few shows left in this season. And we will be starting at this new time of 8pm from now on, for the rest of the season anyway, and hopefully that won't be a huge problem for everybody. It's good for a winner with you, so that's okay. But yes, do feel free to share your memories of the Fantasy Star games in the IRC. And let's move on with Fantasy Star 2, shall we?
some music from Fantasy Star 2. We started off with Fantasy and then Pleasure and then Death Place, also known as Death Palace, which will be played again later. I'm sure that makes sense later on, yes. In the IRC, CTR was talking about how he likes the FM effects in Fantasy Star 2 soundtrack and that makes it one of his favourite Mega Drive soundtracks and I have to admit, the Mega Drive Fantasy Stars do actually have really nice soundtrack. I might actually even like them more than the Shining Force music, which is terrible, because, you know, I love Shining Force. I wonder if you also said that the original Fantasy Star is a unlockable in the Sega Mega Drive Ultimate Collection, which you can get on the Xbox and the PS3. Now, Fantasy Star 2 was released on the Mega Drive, and was a much bigger game than the original, which was on the Master System. It was released in Europe and everywhere else, no, actually, was it released in Europe? It, it must have been released in Europe. I'm just getting confused because it doesn't have the date on Wikipedia, but I'm sure it was released in Europe. But yeah, it, it was released in America, at least, in the 1990s. 1990. And you can get that on collections and with the Wii Virtual Console as well. You can also get it on um, the iPhone as well, which is quite handy. And I'm pretty sure you can get it on the Xbox Live Arcade, because I'm sure I bought it on there. One of them, anyway, I bought on there. And just quickly scanning through Wikipedia, one of the characters is openly gay. Yeah, that's nice to know. I love Wikipedia. But yes, that is Fantasy Star 2. Which again, I haven't really played much of. Even though I apparently own it on Xbox Live Arcade. That's if I'm not confusing myself. I'll actually just say here it is on Xbox Live Arcade, so I must not be confusing myself. That box art looks weird though, doesn't it? I'm just rambling. Anyway, we are now going to move on to Fantasy Star 3, also on the Mega Drive, Generations of Doom.
we had some music from Fantasy Star 3. We started off with the opening theme, then Dark Force, and then the staff rule, which I kind of listened to a few weeks ago and decided would be quite nice in this show. Now, in the IRC, we're talking about Zelda and Child of Eden and how very excited we are to play Child of Eden in particular, which will be amazing. And CTO says that the soundtrack to Fantasy Star 3, I think he means, is either 2 or 3, is better than the game itself. I haven't really played it that much, so I can't really say. On to Fantasy Star 3 Generations of Doom, then. This was released in 1991. And you can also get it as part of various collections and the virtual console and other things. Apparently that's on the X is that on the Xbox Live Arcade? Oh no, just Xbox 360, that's right. Um, what can we say about Fantasy Star 3? I suck and I haven't really played it much. I can say that. Apparently it still maintains an above average rating on game rankings of 70%. So there you go, it's a good game. Hello to everybody that's listening in by the way, we've got over 20 listeners tonight which is quite great. Nice to know that lots of people like Fantasy Star, despite my rambling about Fantasy Star. Trust me, when it gets to PSO I'm going to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, we shall now move on to Fantasy Star 4, the end of the millennium. There were four tracks in this one because I couldn't really choose between them. Out of all of the Fantasy Star games on the Mass System and the Mega Drive, Fantasy Star 4 definitely has the best soundtrack. It just it sounds amazing to me. I really love it. So let's start off with the end of the millennium.
actually those tracks are quite short as well I don't know why they all seem to be just like a minute or 50 seconds or something I suppose that helps considering we're always we've got like an hour and a half left and we've got so much music to get through like five hours or something according to Sam Sam's great but there we had the end of the millennium from Fancy Star Fall the end of the millennium then Field Motavia which I really love and Meet Them Head On, which I really love, I love that tune, it's just all battling awesome. And then Landmaster AXV25. Now I have played more of Fantasy Star 4 than I have the others, so by default it is my favourite of the four. It was released in Europe in 1995, it was 1993 in Japan, and again you can get this on the Virtual Console and through various collections. And you play as Chaz Ashley, and he goes on fun adventures across the space and stuff. I can't remember much of it actually. It was a while ago that I played it, but it's definitely my favourite. And I'm pretty sure this is the best one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, also, before we move on to the online version of games, there were quite a few spin-offs and special little games that came out as well. For example, Fantasy Star Gaiden came out on the Game Gear in 1992, which I believe was a kind of a sequel, prequel thing of Fantasy Star and Fantasy Star 2. It kind of came afterwards, somewhere like that. It, it kind of logically fits in somewhere. Sadly, I don't have the soundtrack to that, otherwise would play some lovely music from it. There was also Fantasy Star Adventure, which was on the Game Gear. And again, Fantasy Star Adventure and Fantasy Star Gaiden were pretty much Japanese exclusives, kind of like how the Gaiden games on the Shining 4 series were Japanese exclusives, so never played them, probably never ever will, which sucks. And there's also Fantasy Star 2 Text Adventures, which was apparently on the Mega CD. I think that was Japanese only as well, because I've never even heard of that one. Yeah. And of course, there was the mythical Fantasy Star Collection on the Game Boy Advance. Not sure when that came out, but I do remember owning that a long time ago. Apparently there was a, a Sega Saturn version as well, but I do remember having the Game Boy Advance version. And there was a PlayStation 2 one as well. I do have the soundtrack to the Game Boy Advance version actually, but it's just the older tracks, but really, really crap. So, and I mean like really 8-bit degraded rubbish. So we definitely won't have any of those. New. We're talking about Child of Eden again in the IRC and how a winner with you is a bit of an idiot. And I say idiot, I'm calling him an idiot. He's an idiot. I was going to say knobhead, but that's a bit harsh. It's a bit of an idiot because he's already been and played it at the... MCM Expo in London? Is that where you played it or was it the experience? Anyway, people that have played it beforehand, I hate you all. You're all idiots to me. Or knobheads. Am I allowed to say knobheads on on here? Ah, oh, people that layer. I love you guys really, honestly. I'm just so excited to play it, but I won't talk about Child of Eden. That's a completely different game series. Um, according to CTR, let's get back on topic, the Fantasy Star Gaiden and Fantasy Star Text Adventures have been translated by fans. So if you like roming it, then you can probably, presumably, get hold of a copy and rom it. 
Right then, so we've gone through the collections and the Mega Drive games. And between Fantasy Star 4, which was in the 90s, there was a bit of a jump from Mega Drive game to the Dreamcast game. We kind of avoided the Saturn, we just had collections on the Saturn. More or less what Sonic did really, he just kind of avoided the Saturn. The Saturn was great. And Fantasy Star Online was an amazing game in many respects, but I will talk more about it later. And that came out in 2000 in Japan and 2001 on the Dreamcast over here. So we shall start off with a song for eternal story, a lovely little track that sets the scene for Fantasy Star Online.
as Resident SD says, the good stuff starts now. There we started off with Fancy Star Online and a song for Eternal Story, which is a title screen theme. And then this is technically from the soundtrack to episode 1 2. It is Image of Hero, but it plays obviously during episode 1, the original PSO, when you're creating your own character. And then we had Nowhere to Go, or You Have Nowhere to Go, which is one of the boss themes that you fight the boss of in the mines area. I can't remember the name of the boss, it's Og Voltis or something. I, I honestly can't remember. I remember Diroli, I remember the dragon, I remember obviously Dark Vaults. Can't remember the name of the mines, but he was actually quite a fun boss. Do like you mines boss who I can't remember the name of. You're awesome. There's a lot that can be said about Panty Star Online. Um one of my favourite games for sure, definitely. I played that game for hours and hours and hours. I stayed up all night when I was younger, to the point that my neighbour downstairs, because I lived in a flat, could actually hear me playing it and would disconnect me from the internet and even the electricity for the house. It was a bit of a cunt. Oh shit, my oh, oh god. It's all going wrong, I'm not allowed to say cunt, I can't say shit. Don't worry, I'll beep it out later, it'll be fine. Um, Sonic Boins, there we go, that's my plan. I'll beep out Knobhead as well later. Hey, it's been two weeks. It can be hard to remember the rules. Not that there are any rules in Radio Sega other than... I was going to say fuck... Oh. Okay, it said fuck up. There we go. I'll beat that out later too. No worries. But yes, Fancy Start Online is an amazing game. You can still get it on the Dreamcast and play offline. Not really much point because you can't play online. There were two versions to Fancy Start Online. There was the original, then there was version 2. If my memory is right, version 2 introduced the battle and the challenge modes, but I can't quite remember. It's a while ago. All I remember is having a £500 phone bill from that game, because the internet didn't really kind of have any kind of plans or anything there. It was dial up, spend all your money, done. Good times. But yeah, Fancy Star Online was famous for many, many reasons. One of the first things it was famous for was the fact that it was an online RPG on a home console. And also, Sonic Team created this kind of revolutionary language system where you could pick out a bunch of phrases from the in-chat game thing and they would then get translated to the to a person's native language. So you could pick out, hello everybody, and then it would say it in Spanish or something. So it was quite a good way to communicate and Obviously, you could get the mythical Dreamcast keyboard, which were always sold out everywhere, and you sat to type. But, yeah, PSO was amazing, and it also used online beat time. It was really hyper about the whole beat time thing. Does beat time exist anymore? I remember watching the original trailer of beat time and getting really excited about, wow, there's an international time for everything. And one of the first watches I ever owned was a watch that could do beat time. And I couldn't actually work out beat time at all. I just had it because it was in Fancy Star Online. And if you go up, open the menu, it have beat time in it. What happened to beat time? Beat time was cool. But anyway, Fancy Star Online, the original, was also known as Fancy Star Online Episode 1 and 2. Well, Episode 1, and then there was Episode 1 and 2. Episode 1 and 2 was kind of a separate game based on the Fancy Star universe or Star Online Universe, not obviously the Star Universe, that's a different thing altogether. And Episode 1 and 2, or Episode 2, are so confusing. 
It introduced two new areas, different battle modes, actually introduced four new areas. Two of them were kind of previously known in the battle mode of episode one, but then they became full proper levels in episode two, so you had those. And then you had more open levels, such as the jungle and the seabed, which had bigger open-ish areas, which were quite cool at the time. So I'm going to stop rambling and stop swearing, and move on to some episode one and two music. I fucked that up. Yeah. Oh well. Play it again. It's a good song.
I really love that last track. I just find it so relaxing. But anyway, I would like to apologise for my unprofessional swearing previously. So unlike me, I'm sure. The tracks we had there for our Fancy Star Online episode 1 and 2 was the episode 2 opening theme, The Whole New World, which is actually the theme for, for the original Fancy Star Online, but kind of jazzier a little bit. Then we had Pre-Notion, which I can't remember what that is. Is it the lobby music? It's been such a while. It has been. And then we had a list load from Jungle. Funny story about that. Not really funny, actually. When um, episode 1 and 2 was first getting released, I bought the soundtrack to it because I just loved the game so much I really wanted to hear the music before the game even got released. So I heard that music before I even played the game and fell in love with it instantly. I still actually have the soundtrack here somewhere in lovely working condition. Definitely one of my favourite soundtrack purchases ever. Love the music to that. Episode 1 and 2 I can't remember when it was released, but it was a few years after. Uh, let's have a look at Wikipedia. It was a few years after the original. Episode 1 and 2. Did it come out on the Dreamcast? Ah! That must have just been version 2 on the Dreamcast. God, my memory is fuzzy. But yes, I remember playing it on the GameCube. The GameCube version came out in 2002, I believe. And then it also came out on the Xbox. And I was in love with the Xbox at the time, so I naturally had the Xbox version. Although the GameCube version allowed you to connect it to the Game Boy Advance, and you could play the Little Knights minigame there, which was quite cool. And the GameCube version, you can also play offline for up to four players. And you can still play that offline up to four players now. So if you have the GameCube version, you can still play it. You can't take it online, but you can still play it. The Xbox version, which I actually own, you can't play. You could only play it connected to the internet, so that's been disconnected now. You can't even play it offline, it's not even backwards compatible, so if you have the Xbox version lying around, it's basically useless. Episode 1 and 2 introduced the four new areas. There was the Ancient Temple, I can't remember if that was what it was called, um, but that was kind of a full-length version of the battle mode that was in version 2. Then you had the spaceship was again based on a full length version of the version that was the battle version that was in version 2. Then you had the jungle which was quite wide and open and it had lots of water and pretty trees and stuff. Really nice area actually, I loved it. Great. Then you had the seabed and the seabed was also awesome. I can't really remember much of the seabed. Seabed music is quite nice too actually but no room for it today. Now, next up, we're going to play some music from Fantasy Star Generation 1 and 2. Now, Fantasy Star Generation was the first one, Fantasy Star Generation 1, was a remake of, I believe, the original Fantasy Star. And that came out on the PS2 in 2003, but only in Japan, I believe. It features upgraded graphics and stuff, and also updated music, so we'll have some of that. And then Fantasy Star Generation 2 also came out on the PlayStation 2 in Japan in 2005, so it's not that old, not really. And that was an enhanced remake of Fantasy Star 2, which again had some kind of updated music as well. So we're going to play two tracks from Fantasy Star Generation 1 and two tracks from Generation 2, all of which are 
based on the original tracks from obviously the original Fantasy Star 1 and 2, but enhanced a bit. So let's see what you think to these lot.
Hello. Didn't see you there. Yes. <laughs> then we had Tracks of Fantasy Star Generation 1 and 2. We started off with Battle 2 and Dark Falls from Generation 1, based on the original Fantasy Star 1. And then Step Up and Exact Town from Generation 2, based on the original Fantasy Star 2. Both of those games were released on the PS2 in Japan, and I will never ever get to play them. Yeah. Seems to be the story of my life, doesn't it? Next, we are going to move on with Fancy Star Online Episode 3 Card Revolution, or C A R D. I can't remember what they stand for, but it's cards. Before that, though, let's say hello to SJ and Rad and Itachi, who just joined a little while ago the ILC. So, good evening to you. You probably missed the swearing, I'm not sure. I'm not going to swear anymore, honestly. Now, Fantasy Star Episode 3, Card Revolution, was an online game like the original Fantasy Star Online, but it was different because instead of fighting action-based battles with your sabers, you used cards. Probably based on the popularity of card games at the time. I'm not sure who to blame. Was Yu-Gi-Oh out then? Do I blame him? But yeah, cards were really popular then for some reason, so Fantasy Star Online had a card game. I do own the game, which you can still play on the GameCube and is backwards compatible with the Wii, but I could never really get into it. I mean, it seems pretty cool having a deck of cards that can summon boomers and stuff, but I just never really knew what the hell was happening, to be honest. And it seemed just a bit too slow for me. I need action. I don't want to be fiddling around with cards. So yes, it does have a great soundtrack though, even though I could never really get into it. I'm sure one of these days I will try, eventually just sitting there doing that at the moment but if you've ever played the card version let me know what you think it's definitely a weird addition to the fancy star collection should we say shining force never had a card game maybe that's going to be a new game maybe maybe that'd be the way to resurrect the shining series have a card game everybody loves a card game except for me yes let's move on with some music from episode three
we had some tracks from episode 3, Card Revolution. We started off with Let the Wings Blow, the remix version for Opening, which is the opening little title thingy. Then we had Advices Tutorial, which is the lovely tutorial that doesn't really teach you how to play the game very well. Or at least I could never figure it out. Maybe I'm just stupid, I'm not sure. And then we had Morgue Part 1. I'm pretty sure that the main kind of pub area for the game is called the Morgue. I'm sure that's what it was. Can't really remember though. Like, episode 1 and 2 you had Pioneer 2 and then the labs in episode 2. And then episode 3 had the Morgue. Cheerful place. And episode 3 you had two different factions. You had the hero group and then you had the evil art group who weren't really evil. The hero side could have um, items and weapons and stuff as part of their card decks, so you could have sabers and shields and things like that. Whereas the art group could control monsters and creatures like rappies and boomers, which ultimately makes the art group much more exciting and interesting. And their characters just seem cooler. But yeah, that was episode 3 on the GameCube, which was... when was that released? That was released in 2004 over here, or 2003 in Japan. Next we are going to move on with episode 4, which was the last in Fantasy Star Online games. Until Fantasy Star Online Zero, but that's different. And Fantasy Star episode 4 was also known as Blue Burst, and this was a PC only game. And it came with a subscription fee, the, the Hunter's Guild thing, which was... I think it was a five for a month, something like that. And it introduced quite a lot of additions to the Fantasy Star game. You could play episode one and two, as standard, and then you had the additional episode three, which was based in a kind of deserty crater area. You had the desert, you had the crater. And those areas were actually kind of fun. The crater one kind of had you running around this big open crater and then you actually go into the crater, underground, into the desert. It, it was kind of weird, but also kind of cool. It had some nice music, so. We're going to play some of that. Um, episode 4 also introduced a team system, which was like a guild-like system, so you could get a group of people together and you could have like a team flag or icon thing that you could design. And one thing that I actually really liked about the system is that every time you found a rare item, like those crappy little sabers you could keep finding everywhere, I forgot what they're called. But every time you found those, you could kind of sell them as contribution points to the team. And then these points could then rack up and be used to buy things like additional member space or your little icon things that you could have. I can't remember what you could buy with them. But it was a really good system because you had all these rares that weren't actually worth anything. So you could then turn them into points that you could add to the team. And you had a list of which team member was contributing the most points. So I actually really loved that team system. And I always wished that they'd introduced something like that for Fantasy Star Universe, but they never did. And then we've got a portable, and they never did anything like that. So I'm very hopeful that for Fantasy Star Online 2, they will have some kind of team system similar to Blue Burst. Because it was awesome. Blue Burst was the pinnacle of online gaming for me in the Fantasy Star series. It was a fantastic game. And Blue Burst was PC only, and from what we know of PSO2, that is also going to be PC only, which sucks for Xbox people, but hopefully it'll be kind of similar in a way. It'll follow the same kind of path and maybe not be £8 a month, that'd be great. Go Sega, don't be too expensive. But anyway, 
We've got three tracks now from episode four. Just want to say hello to Paige, who has just joined. But he's having troubles tuning in, so I'll say hi to you in the IRC in a minute. So let's start off with Entry into the Crater Part 1, which is quite a nice little relaxing start to the evening, I think. Yeah.
lovely track from Blue Burst. We started off with Entry into the Crater Part 1, then Underworld Chaos, and then World With Me, the remix version of the World With Me theme, which I believe is the theme of the end credits in episode 1 and 2. The remix version is quite nice and the original is quite nice as well. We're going to have to push on a bit actually because Sam's telling me that we've got an hour and a half left to go and we've only got a half an hour left on the show. So, hmm, maybe I started this show early for a reason. Who knows. But, did I say hello to Paige? I did say hello to Paige, but he's actually listening in now, so I'll say hello again. Hello. We're going to move on with the next biggest installment of the Fantasy Star series, which was the Fantasy Star Universe kind of spin-off series, which started with Fantasy Star Universe on the Xbox, PS2 and PC, and then it kind of continued with Ambition of the Illuminus, which was the official expansion, then Fantasy Star Portable 1 and 2. It, it's kind of like a branch of the series. You've got Fantasy Star Online, which branched off into Fantasy Star Zero, and Fantasy Star Online 2, and then you've got Universe, which kind of branched off as well. So, Universe is kind of different from the main Fantasy Star Online, but it's also very similar as well. It was released in the UK in 2006 and it featured a proper offline mode, like a single player mode which was supposed to kind of be a callback to the old Fantasy Star games, except it was actually pretty rubbish to be honest. The story and the characters were just crap. No offence to Ethan Weber, but yeah, you were, you were a bit naff, sorry. But the online version was much more fun. Um, it introduced player rooms and it had a, a kind of crafting system which was also rubbish, it didn't really work very well. And it didn't have mags and people kind of were upset that the mags from PSO just weren't part of the universe, but you did have your own little robot slave person. Not really the same. But yeah, it was a really good game. I remember when I first got Fantasy Star Universe, I played through the offline story mode really quickly. It was a very easy short game that didn't take much effort at all. And I didn't have any money at the time, sort of, and I kind of promised my husband that I would not play it online. And naturally, the first thing I did after completing the story mode was play it online. It says right at the end of the credit, play it online. Take your experience online. Go online now. So I did. And my husband was not happy, but I don't care. It was worth it at the time. My main character, who was a beast, Fancy Star Universe introduced the Beast Race, because previously we had humans and Newmans and casts, but now we have beasts. And beasts are cool. Beasts are cool. But yes, my main character was a beast, and I think I racked up over 500 hours on that character alone. I don't know if that character still exists, I never actually deleted her, so presumably if Sega never wiped their characters from the server, then she's still there, because it was the Xbox 360 version that I had. I did play that for a good few years, I absolutely loved the game. Um, when the expansion came out, which was Ambition of the Illuminus, it added in quite a lot of elements from the old Fantasy Star Online games, such as the Just Attack, Timed Attack that you could do, and also levels including Forest from the original Fantasy Star Online. So they tried to make it more PSO-ish, which I think worked, it actually was a hell of a lot more fun. But we'll talk about Ambition of the Illuminus next. Because now we are going to have four tracks from Fantasy Star Universe. And if you like the singing from before, then 
we're going to have a little bit more singing now and a little bit more singing later. Baby. 
had some lovely tracks from Fantasy Star Universe. We started off with the main theme, which is Save This World. And then we had Contamination Dark, Raphon Meadow and Gallinger Mine, which was... Gallinger? Is it Gallin... Gallin... Eager? I always called it Gallinger. But that was requested by when it was you. I actually really liked the Gallinger Mines. They were one of my favourite areas for some reason. Probably because it was on Motube and I'm a beast and beast rule. And if there's one thing that makes me sad actually about the new Fantasy Star Online 2 is that it's probably not going to have beasts. See, the Fantasy Star Universe series wasn't really that popular with players, especially Fantasy Star Online fans, so... Yeah, probably never going to see beasts again. Sogcast and their cast supremacy. Beasts are awesome. But anyway, I'm rambling. I played some of those tracks because the Contamination Dark was like the first area you ever go into when you're killing those panons. And the Save This World theme is incredibly cheesy, but I love it for it, especially the lyrics. We're on the same ship, it's called Starship Earth. I love that for some reason. It's just, it's awful, but also awesome. It's a good song. Yeah. Next, we're going to play some tracks from the... Where are we? Oh, there we are. We're going to play some tracks from the expansion Ambition of the Illuminus. Now, the Ambition of the Illuminus... Well, I say it was an expansion. You kind of downloaded it. Or you could have bought the full version in the shop. But it introduced some online story modes. It was pretty much all online. And it had some... It introduced the PSO elements, like the Just Attack and the Just Counters, and PSO areas like the Forest. But my favourite thing that introduced, actually, was the casino area, the Casino for Loyal. Which was this big kind of casino, you could go in and play these mini-games. You had slots, but the best one was the roulette. Right in the middle of this big area was this massive roulette. And you could just go up to it and place like silver coins and stuff on the roulette. And it would play every few minutes and so, and you could win money or lose money. And you could actually strategically place your coins and stuff to get a profit and these coins could then be spent on other items in the games like clothes and rare items and weapons and stuff. And it was so addictive. And the amount of time I wasted in that casino and the amount of money I wasted in that casino. I used to get like hundreds and hundreds of coins and then just lose them in one crazy bet because I'm just mad. It was fun though, I actually really enjoyed that. If there's one thing I miss from playing Fantasy Star Universe, and I haven't played it in ages, it's that damn casino. Love that casino. One thing I actually really loved about um, Fantasy Star Universe was the player room, because you could decorate it however you liked. You could have different wallpapers and different themes, and you could also get items that you could put in. And you could also put your own music on, so that was cool. And there was one particular theme, the remix version of Save This World, that you could put into your little room. And I remember getting my character to dance to that theme for hours on end because I just love that theme so much. I just leave it on and wander off and do stuff. And I love that theme so much, we're going to play it now. We will choose
Some lovely tracks from Fancy Star Universe and Vision of the Illuminous. We started off with the Save This World remix version, which is awesome by the way. Then Raya, which I can't remember is a theme for what, but it's awesome. So yeah, we include it. And then Mother, Mother, which is a remix of the Death Palace theme, which is why I said you'll be hearing it again in the show. I actually really love that theme. It belongs to the Mother Brain Boss Battle in Ambition of Geoluminous, which is basically a reskin of Dark Vaults, which is crap. Yeah, another reason why Universe fails is because every enemy and boss is just reskinned and it's rubbish. But, we'll carry on, shall we? We've got three minutes of the show left and we are going to overrun because we have four games left. More or less. One, two, yeah, we've got a few. A few games left there. So, we shall move on to the next games in the series. Fantasy Star Portable, which was released exclusively on the PSP. The first Fantasy Star Portable continues on the same universe as, as um, Fantasy Star Universe and Ambition of the Illuminous. It features similar characters and was released in 2009 and it was awful. I hated it. Horrible game. Crap. I don't know why. It was just... It was like a watered-down version of Universe that you could carry around with you, except it, there was no online play, it was just local multiplayer. And I didn't really want the watered-down version of Universe to carry around with me, to be honest. It was rubbish, hated it. Still got my copy downstairs. Don't want to sell it, you know, it's Sega, but still got it. Don't think I have the soundtrack to that, actually, because the only version I have apparently has music from both Fantastar Portable 1 and 2, and I've totally blanked out Fantastar Portable 1 from my mind, so I can't remember what the music from that was like anyway. So I only have the music from Fantasy Star Portable 2, which was released last year, September-ish. And is actually a much, much better game. I reviewed it for RadioSega.net and it is a good game, honestly. Fantasy Star Portable 2 introduces a lot of better features and gameplay thingamajigs that just make it better, like you can roll around and stuff. And the level layouts are a bit more varied, it's not just run through a corridor, turn right, run through another corridor, kill stuff. It's a slightly more varied. Slightly. And you can also play it online for free, which makes it instantly better. Um, Fancy Star Zero was actually released before that, but that Fancy Star Zero is coming afterwards for some reason. I've put it in that order, so 
Fantasy Star Portable 2, yes, came out last year. It's very good if you can find a copy and you have a PSP. Definitely a good game. Definitely interesting. The last boss actually is quite hard, so it's a much harder Fantasy Star game. They've definitely made it more challenging. So if you thought the previous Fantasy Star games were just a bit too easy, then Portable 2 will definitely give you a challenge. We've got three tracks to play from Portable 2, so let's move on. Take it away 
yeah, we are going to overrun just a little bit now, unfortunately. But then we have music from Fantasy Star Portable 2. We started off with the main theme, Living Universe. Then the theme of Chelsea, one of the most interesting characters from Fantasy Star Portable 2 because she's basically some kind of crazy robot hostess thing. She's awesome though. Good characters in PSO or PSP2 on the PSP. Then we had more haste, less speed, which I kind of cut down because we are starting to run out of time. But PSP 2 is a fantastic game, go buy it, honestly, it's awesome. Next up in my list, even though it kind of came out before, is Fantasy Star Zero, which is kind of apparently a prequel to Fantasy Star Online, although I never really noticed that when I was playing the story mode. That came out in 2010 as well, kind of April-ish, it was before PSP 2, so... 2009 if you're American, 2008 if you're Japanese, 2010 if you're British is. But it's it's kind of similar to PSO, so you had the same kind of mechanics. You had your hunters, your rangers, your forces. You had humans, your humans, and your casts. And it was it kind of had this Western feel to it. It was all a bit Western. It was kind of weird. And you could also play that online. And it was on the DS. And I do have it. It was one of the games that I got for free actually for a competition type thing I did but I never really got into it I maybe it was the graphics that put me off but I just I just didn't like it for some reason PSP 2 that, that felt polished and great and the online for that is amazing but Fantasy Star Online I, I played that online briefly and just I just couldn't get onto it zero that is I just mm, no and the music as well was a bit grating but I suppose you can't expect miracles from the DS but we'll play some of it now and push through it a little bit. <laughs> but estimations is that we should probably be finished maybe 10 minutes, maybe, hopefully. I'll try not to ramble too much. So, Fancy Star Zero.
cut that a bit short there because it's supposed to run for about five minutes but we're kind of running out of time now we're ten minutes past the hour whoops oh wow it's a fancy star show it's special it's fancy star games are awesome but anyway in that match we had the fancy star zero main theme and then in the city and overdrive not really that keen on the soundtrack from zero to be honest not really my thing we're almost finished the show though, honestly. We've got two more games to go, except I don't actually have the soundtrack to these games because they haven't really been released yet. The first of which is Fantasy Star Portable 2 Infinity. Infinity has been out in Japan for quite some time now. No news whether there's going to be an American or a European release, but I suppose as time goes on that becomes increasingly more unlikely. Which is a shame because Infinity is an awesome addition to Fantasy Star Portable 2. It introduces a whole new race which is based on the kind of seed monsters of Universe and Fantasy Star Portable. And there's also the guy from KFC in there. The Colonel guy. He like He's in there somewhere. But that's got to be seen really. So yeah, I don't really have the soundtrack to that because it's not really been released yet. But we do have the main theme, which we started the show off with, but now we're going to play the remix version of that. Might cut it down a little bit, but we shall. And then of course, there's Fantasy Star Online 2. And if I had more time, I'm sure I'd completely vangasm, completely over it, because sequel to one of my favourite games of all time? Heck yeah. That's going to be a brilliant game. There's not really been much news on that, other than it's rumoured to be PC exclusive, much like Blue Burst was. Um, it's supposed to be um, going into... I think it's in beta now at the moment in Japan, or it's going into beta very soon. And it's supposed to be released in Japan at the end of this year. No news on an American and European release, but you can see a new updated trailer for it. And as a special treat, I have ripped the music from the trailer because I think it's quite cool music. And we should play that also. And you get to hear some kind of sword, sabery, shooty stuff going off in the background too. But it still sounds really cool. So we're going to go through those quickly now and then we'll end the show after the next break.
I really love that theme. I know it's just like music from a trailer, but the first time I heard the boss music, the Dragon Boss music from Fantasy Star Online, was through a trailer, and I absolutely fell in love with the music and the game from that. And from this trailer, I'm falling in love with the music and the game already. I honestly can't wait to get more Fantasy Star Online 2 news. Really, really need to know more about this game. Really need to know if we're going to get it for a start. Come on, Sega, for God's sake. We need news. We need to know more about this game. Hopefully, in the coming weeks, we will have something that we can talk about on the show. But that is where the destiny of the Fantasy Star series lies, with Fantasy Star Online 2, which probably will not have beasts. Which is a shame. I really love my beast Wartekka. She was awesome. And of course, Fantasy Star Portable 2 Infinity. We played the Go Infinity Ignite Infinity Remix version there, which is also pretty awesome for a main theme actually. Completely love that track. Really awesome. Hopefully we'll get that as well. If you're listening, say go, which I'm not. Please, please release these games somewhere in Europe, even America, I don't care. Just get them out. Get them out now. Presumably. Now. But yes, we have now reached the end of the show. 22 minutes later. Well, it, it's a Fantasy Star special. And only the special specialness of going over 22 minutes can make the show special. I'm rambling, I know. Anyway, thank you all to listening, or for listening, all of you listening elsewhere or in the IRC, including Trigon underscore Spondy, Biafra, CTR, Itachi, Mertonor, Rad, Resident SD, Shadow Croft, Silver Sonic, SJ, The Mullertron, Trekkie, and Paige, who is busy writing something somewhere else. So, yes, thank you for listening to Sword of Sega this week. It's been interesting. We return again next Wednesday, hopefully, with the premium show, which we play music from orchestral type things and maybe remixes, I'm not sure. I kind of need to play Silver Sonic's remix anyway, because I said I would. So maybe that show will be orchestral stuff and remixes, who knows? And then hopefully after that we'll also be back with the last of the few episodes left, including the RPG Adventure. Mustn't forget that. Uh, we will be sticking with the 8pm time and hopefully next week we won't be overrunning because, you know, sleep's important. But for now, thank you again for listening in the IRC or on the podcast or anywhere else in the world. We are going to end with another Sega Rocks Live in Japan song. This time it is the end of the millennium. I have been your host, Captain Cloud Jason, and have a pleasant evening. What's left of it anyway?
RadioSega.net 8-bit to 128-bit We play the best in Sega music Hey! 